0: From ASEAN to Australia, it's ASIP On Air, the show where we amplify young voices, explore diverse perspectives, and deepen conversations on key issues across Australia and Southeast Asia.
1: Hello and welcome to the first episode of ASIP On Air. I'm Claude and I'm Doreena.
0: Follow us on Spotify at ASEP. On air, so you don't miss a single episode. That is AASYP on air.
1: In this episode, we break the ice as you get to learn about our organization, who we are, and conversations we will have on our special edition featuring the ASIP Review 2020 authors.
0: Dawina, what was your first touch point with ASIP?
1: So I first came across ACIP on LinkedIn, actually. Um, It was a promotion to get volunteers to be part of the organization. And I realized that there was an editorial team. And I was very much interested in getting my writing out and also commissioning articles because I'd worked as an editor at a think tank previously. So I thought it was a great opportunity for me to not only work on my writing skills, uh, but also my editorial skills and getting to know um, youths in Australia and also across ASEAN. So that was sort of the pivot for me to uh, join the organization. What about you, Claude? I joined ASAP through ASAP Reset.
0: I found it on Instagram and thought it'd be nice to finally connect with other people after months of lockdown. I was able to work on a project with someone from Indonesia, Myanmar, and Australia. And, and I was very interested in participating as a volunteer
1: this year. So Claude, I understand from ACIP Reset, uh, you were able to meet people from Australia and ASEAN virtually. Um, do you think that's sort of a credit to ACIP being a, able to bring people from Australia and different ASEAN countries.
0: Yes, definitely. Towards the first part of the year, uh, you would know about the Myanmar crisis. And I was just there for a friend. Without ASEP, I don't think I would really be in the know of what Mm. was happening there. And in a way, you'd see that ASEP does answer to its vision because without the connection built, I wouldn't have had that connection with someone else from Myanmar, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's super important and also very interesting that we get to know things that happen in you know on the grassroots level in you know different countries across Southeast Asia and Australia. And we get to hear the perspectives of youths and we get to connect with them one on one and ACIP is definitely a very, very uh, important organization to have in bridging those ties. So, Claude, I actually want to know more about you. Like, where did you study? Are you working at the moment? Tell me more about you. Sure.
0: I graduated from the Del Sol College of St. Benilde with a bachelor's degree in concert and diplomatic affairs. I've always been interested in international relations. Currently, I work on project innovation and implementation at a local government in rural Philippines. Because I had to do two ASEAN 50 events, and that was... Uh, the carniv- the Entrepreneur's Carnival and the Slingshot event. I'm not sure how popular that is in Australia, but it's basically startups and bringing in investors to Southeast Asia. So is this yeah. from like all and,
1: around the world or is it like a Saudi- Southeast Asian focus?
0: The startup's. In that slingshot event, were Southeast Asians, mm-hmm. but the investors are from different parts of the world. Interestingly enough, though Berlin was there, mm-hmm. none of the not there was no one from Australia. Like, right, and uh, American Chinese as investors, and I didn't find any from Australia. So having found ASIP Reset really (coughs) got me into the organization. And yeah, here we are. Dawina, could you tell
1: us a little bit more about yourself? Yes. So I'm originally from Malaysia, but I wanted to do my degree and master's in Australia. So I got into the Australian National University. And I did my bachelor's where I majored in political science and I minored in human rights and Spanish. And then I did my master's in international affairs. I was always interested in grievances that were happening in Southeast Asia. And during my bachelor's degree, I always tried to do assignments that were related to what was going on in Southeast Asia. And then during my master's, I was able to look into that even further and I actually um, did a number of reports on terrorism activity in Southeast Asia. Um, so I've always had, you know, an interest in uh, sort of the political, you know, grievances and things like that in the region. And when I came across ASIP, I thought it would be the perfect opportunity to connect with people from the region, but also get insight on uh, people who are very much experts on what is going on in their own countries, because, they're the ones who would probably know better than anyone else. And, you know, since joining, I've heard so many, you know, personal anecdotes on what's been happening um, from various, various backgrounds. And I think it's just very important to have an organization like ASAP, you know, bringing people like that together. So that's why I joined. Yeah.
0: And what do you do at work?
1: Um, so I work for a management consulting firm and I do research for them. Um, so I do a mix of quantitative and qualitative research. I do field work. I do interviews with, um, you know, people who are involved in different projects. I write reports. I liaise with stakeholders. Yeah, that's, that's the sort of the mix of things that I do.
0: Nice. And what made
1: you choose podcasting? So when I was the sub-editor last year, I was part of the publications team. And it was already very diverse within our team itself. We had people you know, all across uh, Southeast Asia and also in Australia. And I was fortunate enough to meet um, some people from the publications team in person as well. So that was really nice. Uh, but more importantly, um, the Horizons blog, which... Is available at the um, ASIP uh, website. That really showcased different perspectives all across the region, and really gave a voice to people who don't necessarily have the opportunity to, you know, get their work out there through other platforms. So I think that was definitely um, sort of a high point uh, being part of the publications team. And when I was reaching the end of being part of that team at the end of last year, I came up with the idea to uh, develop a podcast for the organization. I noticed that uh, a lot of volunteer groups and even, you know, startup companies and things like that, they tend to have podcasts sort of explaining their purpose and, you know, getting to know other people sort of in a similar sphere. So I thought it would be very important to have something like a podcast for ASIP. And that has been months in the planning. And I'm so happy that we've actually been able to launch it officially now and get you, Claude, involved in it as well. Um, Because, you know, we've been in the midst of interviewing authors from the ASIP Review uh, 2020, which is available online as well. Um, And we've had such interesting perspectives already Um, And I think, you know, we're just starting off and there's way, way more to come. So definitely stay tuned because we're only getting started.
0: Well, now that you've had a chance to get to know us, we'll share who we will be featuring on the next episodes.
1: The First couple of episodes on the podcast is a special edition that will feature the authors of the ACEP Review. As you know, the ASIP Review has just been published and we thought that it would be a great opportunity to delve deeper in the topics discussed in the review. We're excited to talk to the authors, understand how they came up with the concept for their pieces and how they see their pieces benefiting youths in Southeast Asia and Australia.
0: Catch our weekly episodes only on Spotify at Air.